Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Word Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Obviously, a Star Wars episode. I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have a double feature of Darth Vader, Unbound Force Parts 2 or 1 and 2. Two-parter, I guess. That's what it seems. I don't know. I don't know how this is going <laughs> to continue. Very odd two issues here. You do get some things out of these that are like, okay, this sets up Return of the Jedi. What's going to happen? But overall, it seems just to get the Handmaidens out of there. I think that what Greg Pak had to happen is he's like, okay, the Handmaidens pretty cool. I think they kind of hung around a little too long. But even oh, yeah. so, how do you get rid of them? How do you actually get rid of them, especially when you ended up having Sabe pretty much almost join the Imperial forces? Like, you're, you're going to have to do something because, obviously, they're not around during the Return of the Jedi. So mm-hmm. you have this way to get rid It's very odd. These two issues are very quick, very odd. We'll get through them. Uh, <laughs> the first one, issue 33. I liked it enough as a setup of being like, okay, this seems intriguing. Let's see what happens. But the the number 34 just seemed rushed and just thrown out there. It gets really wonky, but obviously we're going to start with 33. It is the Star Wars Darth Vader number 33 written by Greg Pak, art by Adam Gorham, colors by Federico Blee, letters by VCs Joe Kermania, Unbound Force Part 1. After Darth Vader convinced Sabe to fully commit to the battle against the insurgent Jewel Tambor, Sabe's fellow handmaidens tried to free her from Darth Vader at Lord's control, but Sabe's return to Vader, whom only she knows is Anakin Skywalker, having joined the Imperial Sully, Sabe tricked Jewel Tambor into revealing his plan to take over Skako Minor, causing his followers to revolt. Now Vader must contend with another threat to the Empire. I think that by the end of these two issues, too, I think that maybe Greg Pak has heard, like, man, you know, Vader used to kick some butt. He, yeah. he used to not be a sniveling, you know, weakling here. You got to do something with him instead of him just chasing Sabe around. And the idea that we've been stuck in, oh, my God, Jewel Tambor. I said <laughs> to you the last time, like, what about next year? I'm going to, hey, remember Jewel Tambor? And you'll yeah. go, no. No. <laughs> you'll say, what? And, oh, you know that stuff. So you ended up having all this stuff going, even with Hidden Empire. And, oh, my God, we're going to have this big Sith from the past, this big threat. What's Vader got? Oh, it wasn't anything. And then now, oh, what are we? It's just you got to clean this book up a bit. I think that that's what you're doing here. Get rid of Sabe and the Handmaidens, at least for now, maybe forever. But, you know, get Vader into kicking some butt and we'll have the forced way of doing that by the end of the next issue. But in this issue, how many I know the whole play and it kind of reminded me. Of a weird deal that everybody talks about And what you end up getting with a flash book And I know that people are probably going to laugh And shake their head at me But you got to do something more Than just a disturbance in the force Because we just went through that We just went through the force wave We just had the Hidden Empire So I know that with Luke trying to learn The force getting into Return of the Jedi You're going to deal heavily with that But at this point you know, and maybe that's what you got with Jewel Tambor, and that was ridiculous. So I don't know. But <laughs> the idea where, oh my God, a disturbance in the force, there's a big wave, everybody's overpowered, where Darth Vader at this point, we saw he was ripping things apart. Going he nuts, ends yeah. up, and I mean, the Emperor's just sitting there laughing, shooting off fireworks. He loves it. 
I mean, yeah, he's sitting there just shooting his <laughs> lightning, probably just destroying everything around him. Inside his tower. People. I mean, look at the, the Crimson Guard. They're dead. Yep. I mean, seriously, everything's going wonky, but he loves it. Oh, my God, unlimited, uncontrolled. I don't really love the, the sea and idea of the Emperor, like, almost uncontrolled. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he should be able to be there. He's doing this, but Vader himself isn't big enough to control but even seeing that you're starting out with a vader who's just out of control and the whole lesson here through these two are are you going to take this power as power or are you going to just suffer are you going to go the dark side the light side well no vader's on the dark side we know what happens in the jedi deal so you end up having this as maybe another wink wink of okay later on he'll decide and return to the jedi but at the point Sabe's looking, I thought we were going to get a, a Star Trek deal where she was going to put her hand up to the window and Darth, I'm like, if we get that, I'm out. But <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, he's going to blow. He's going to blow himself out of the Star Destroyer, which he does. And then he's just in space, very reminiscent of Leia. Yeah, flying through space. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, well, what's going on now? Instead, I guess you're playing that instead of using the Force to kind of lead him back there. You end up Sabe just jumps into a shuttle very quickly, I guess. But she goes off and wants to bring Vader back in. She wants to protect him. But when he comes back into the shuttle, that starts ripping apart. Yeah, he's uh, ripping apart the droids, too. They're, yeah, they're he's funny. They're like the droids. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like the probe droids that are <laughs> out droids. there. Those things are so ugly. But yeah, and she's yelling. And of course, she's hey, Darth Anakin. He gets in there, and that's the funny thing. You get the sequel bit where he's floating through the space. Then we go and we'll have, like, Castaway, because they crash on this planet. Of course, there's a conveniently, there's a planet like right next to him where they can crash. Conveniently, with a nice little lagoon. They're able to, yeah, oxygen. They're able to be <laughs> there. So you end up where they're there, and Sabe, you know, even has to jump out of the ship, save Vader, the whole play. They crash land. She wakes up. And Vader has already woken up, and you can follow the destruction of him walking through, you know, the forest. He's already, he's so bad, he's already started his deforestation program on this planet. He's, <laughs> that's how bad how he is. You? But you end up where, you know, Sabe's trying to find him, and it's, it's very odd. But he comes in and says, okay, uh, you know, I have the force. It's returned. I'm overpowered. Oh, my goodness. But I I can't control it. I'm not in control. And that's the thing. In these two issues, you're playing with something that should really mean more. And and you really should be able to dive deep into this of the idea. We've only had Darth Vader talk about how he needs control. The Mm -hmm. universe needs control. I do everything because of control. But then it's kind of just pushed aside. And, oh, well, the, the force, like, you don't even get that next level of, I can't deal with this. I want to die. If I can't control things myself, how can I control everything else? But instead, he's just like, it's return. I'm not in control. She ends up saying, yeah, I get it. But you're She's- able to just calm down here. I. She ends up saying out of just waking up, there's no sentient creature within a thousand clicks. I yeah, guess. okay. So first she opens up with, I know you're not in control. That's why I brought you here. You didn't bring him here. You crash landed on this place. You crash landed. There, there, I guess maybe that... See, this is what happens even in the next issue. Things are not spelled out well enough to actually make them make any sense. You can go, oh, they were heading towards this planet that she knew 
had no sentient yeah, life and oxygen and this. It looked like she pulled Darth in, boom, 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 and they crashed. They yeah. just had, there happened to be a planet there. There was never a time like, okay, I'm going to set this and we're going to take them here and whatnot. So her just saying that, I think she's just trying to fool him. I think she's like, he just crashed. He probably has concussion protocol, so I'm just going to pretend. That we got there, even though she was knocked out while he was walking around. I mean, he should be saying that to her because he's now looked around. That oh, it's not. And there's not there's there's that. not a sentient creature within a thousand kilometers. I, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I guess you know there's some dumb animals. <laughs> it's still sentient. <laughs> I know it's weird, and, and so you would go with this idea, like she's saying, like, what does that really mean? Does that mean that okay? The, the force isn't really going to be around here so you can control it because the living it flows through, but it also flows through everything living. It's, it's, it's I think it just sense. means that he can just break whatever he wants and he won't Maybe. kill anything. I mean, that's the weird play is she's saying, like, listen, I know you got to burn some of this shit off. I'm just going to start cursing. He doesn't even care. wait till she leaves, though. She starts doing it right there. He kind of gets out of control and attacks her. <laughs> She's jumping around Things are going Yeah, and, it's, it's wild Yeah, and so you end up having You know, okay, Sabe's gonna think of things But it's Anakin thinking You know, he's thinking of fear, anger, hate As he ends up destroying everyone You see him with the younglings All that stuff But then you go with Amate um, It just ends up being filler I, Yeah, all, this is the classic stuff That Greg Pak does a lot in this Where it just flashes backgrounds You don't know if they're real or not And it's got And, and when you do it Usually narration. it's like has to do but this is all it is and now he i mean at one point it does look like he's completely destroyed the island like when you see it looks like they're just like in the middle of the desert now and it's like hey this is no longer my test it's yours and then it's over i mean that's how quick this is and they come out one week and then the next i i can see why it took three seconds to write yeah it's almost like one issue together and it it was not good and it's almost to the point where I'm getting so frustrated with these books, and I'm sure you can hear that in my voice, because this is the book that we were relying on to be one of the better ones, and now this book has nothing to do. You are just, everything seems to be either, okay, we'll, we'll meander here until this happens, and then we'll get, but now we're we're getting rid of things and two issues that, I don't know, it just seems very forced. It feels like a lot of times in these Star Wars books, that all the writers, including Charles Sewell, Greg Pak, Ethan Sachs, and Alyssa Wong, they end up writing things and then lose interest in them halfway through and can't find a damn way to get out. And it's nonsense. This book right here, this issue, is a highway robbery with the amount of nothing you get in it for the amount of price. This could have been two pages in the next issue. Yeah, they could have combined them into one. So I'm telling you, if you haven't read these yet, don't even bother with this one. Just get number 34. That's where you're going to get more of the meat of it. Just know they crashed on an island. That's all you have to know, really. So with that, what's your score? Probably just a I'm going to get more mad next issue when that actually means more. 6.5, I think. Yeah, I'm a 5. I'm I'm just a 5. And the artist is different. Well, the artist is different on this issue and maybe the last one, too, and the next one. Because I think something happened and they had to fill in these two issues. Yeah, there's something Something went wonky. And then we'll get back to normal. Like, oh, we got to get rid of something here. Let's just do a quickly new artist, do this while they're working on that. The art gets better at the beginning, I'm telling you. That part with the Emperor, and I'm like, look at look at how bad that is. It, it yeah. actually, and with the ha-ha-has being very Joker-esque in the font, the font was a misplay. It looks like a cartoony thing 
It shouldn't be cartoony. This is where the force is just supercharged and the emperor is even losing it. And you make it look like a joke. And it's just nonsense. Darth He's looks just cool. laughing. Yeah, he I think he spent cool. most of his time on that, which is probably what you should be doing. But he looks cool in the next issue, too. Yeah. Nonsense, this issue. We're <laughs> moving to the next one. I told you this. I'm not even going to play around. This is going to be quick. Uh, I'm going to get really what I'm doing now. I'm going to give as much effort into the issues as I think the creative teams did themselves. So nice. we'll be through this very quick. This one's better, though. Issue number 34, it's better, except that by the end, it makes everything nonsense, and then it's just as bad. So I'm not even going to say it's better, because I, I have a feeling my scores will be very similar. Unbound Force Part 2, it is Star Wars Darth Vader 34, written by Greg Pak, art by Adam Gorin, colors by Federico Blee, and letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. It is, as I said, Unbound Force Part 2, after Darth Vader commenced Sabi to fully commit to the battle against the insurgent Jewel Tambor. I, how long are we going to go before we have? This should be it, right? We won't hear Jewel about Tambor. Jewel Tambor anymore. He shouldn't even have been on the last one. This is this kept it. happening too in these books where you realize, man, nothing has happened. They keep mentioning nonsense. Sabe's fellow handmaidens tried to free her from Darth Lord's control, but Sabe's returned to Vader, who only knows she was once Anakin Skywalker. So basically, the very beginning of the last one, having joined the Imperials fully, Sabe tricked Jewel Tambor. It's the same freaking crawl. Yep. They don't even change it. The last paragraph. We'll just get to the last. But as Vader contends with the force wave that has caused him to lose control of his powers, not lose them, right? Lose control of them. Yeah. Sabe must look deep inside herself to see whether she'll return to the light or fall further toward the darkness. And you end up <laughs> going right into this. I mean, Darth Vader, he's made this island into his own paradise of, you know, sand and nonsense. And he's basically forcing Sabe to choose. If you don't choose between, you know, the dark and the light side, using your power as power, you want to keep suffering. They want to keep pushing the idea of power and suffering. It really is the dark side and the light side. I think that he wants to really get in with that suffering deal. So she starts seeing visions. One of the visions is one of the worst looks I've ever seen of a kind of half stormtrooper helmet. I don't yeah, know why anybody what was would going go with on that. with this helmet. It really was like, did we see this before? No, I don't like it. I've never seen it because if I did, I would have hated it then. It's I nonsense. Look at it, it looks like some really bad thing that you'd wear, like if you were playing lacrosse and you've had three head injuries. That's what <laughs> it reminds me. Of. Don't it's some so wrestlers weird. wear those helmets? Yeah, that's what it looks or like boxers. too. It looks like any time. Yeah, the, the uh, and I had you know the whole wrestling deal, and I have a lacrosse <laughs> deal like that. But still, it just reminds me of a sports helmet that's way over the top. This is like the sports helmets now when compared to the sports helmets. Like when I was growing up, that would be a cap, right? Yeah. A cap and a band-aid. They give me. But it's like a 1950s football helmet or something. It's like, yeah, it's, it's all leatherheads here. Yeah. Look, look at the stormtrooper on the left, too. That guy's off. I don't know what's happening with him. He yeah, looks he melted. Right. Yeah, he isn't right. He should, I don't know. So you end up where you have all this going on. and uh, but, but we've had this. We know the idea of what. Darth Vader promised Sabe, and what Sabe might have been intrigued by is order is something that everybody might be for. She's for it. And maybe, just maybe, she could use the power of the Imperial Army and the to do good things, to actually make things work out. Mm-hmm. And so she gets it. Now, in this, Greg Pak does something that I thought, oh my God, this is going to be really, really neat. We're actually going to see that if Sabe stays with Darth Vader right here, 
the Empire will win in Return of the Jedi, that you will set up the stakes that with with that deal, Salbe with yeah, him she by kills his everybody. side, Leia, she Han, will end Chewie. up being killing it. But you never go to, it's like the, the last, you don't go far enough. I want to see the idea of the second Death Star being rebuilt here in this vision where she sees what will happen by the very end of this is that the Empire will get stronger. And it really hinges on the idea that Darth Vader will have a new commitment to the dark side and will have Sabe on his side so he won't end up being fooled by Luke. I'd even love to have seen the scene where if Sabe's right there by Darth Vader and the Emperor when Luke's saying they're still good in him. And then we see Luke just get decimated, just destroyed and go, holy crap. Now there's some stakes. Yeah, that that would have been cool. Like a mini series almost, or a full issue of Even this. Even if it's here, like to set it up in the. This is two pages. Of, yeah, and and it just ends up showing ambiguously things happening. And then it even looks like the handmaidens have joined in into the fight of Endor, but you never get it. And you do, but also you don't know whose vision this is. You end up seeing Amidala. You end up seeing all this stuff where that's even it looks like it's supposed to have like some feels. Oh my God. You know, there it is. You were right, Padme. Luke, you know, here I am. Here's the, and I'm like, mm, it doesn't really play out. In the, and I think that the, and the art's not very good. I didn't know if it was Leia or was Padme. Yeah, I mean, or I think that's the thing. You end up having this whole play and you say, you were right, Padme. There's Luke. And like, who are you? All this, even with this kind of combo and let's, it, it just well, because the last artist, weird. the pic, the photo, the the faces looked exactly like the actors or actresses that played them. The last artist, so this one's no, not as strong. Okay, but it's it's too. It's really the haircut. So, that's what. Tells yeah, me. and you, and you're not really getting any sort of emotions because it's really thrown at you. You're just going scene, 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 like Greg Pak does, like you said, going the flashback. This should have been something a little bigger. Uh, but it is. You don't know who Sabe keeps saying, don't give me a vision. And uh, no, this is your vision. This is your vision. You saw it. You saw what can happen. But did we? Did we see what could happen? Because all we saw at the end was Luke just ripping and killing people. Nothing like Darth ends up. Uh, you don't see any sort of resolution of what would. Uh, it's just nonsense. But yeah, uh, you saw this deal with the present and the future. Well, she just saw I like to think that visions are nonsense anyway, so that's how I can, I can wrap my head yeah, around Yeah, you it. have to work them out. I mean, when <laughs> Luke ended up seeing that, you know, he cuts off Darth Vader's head and it's his thing, it's because it was his dad that, you know, made the deal work. But, but even like that scene, and it was probably one of my least favorite of like anything going on there. Yeah, it the, threw me the off when I yeah, saw it, especially off, as a didn't fit in with the rest of the movie. It seemed. I really didn't like the way that Luke looked in that helmet, too. He looks sus. But yeah. <laughs> you end up where Darth says, you have to choose. If you choose bad, then I kill you. And she just says, no, I'm not choosing. I refuse to hate. And she might be dead. He rips her apart. She goes underwater. Right? Yeah. I mean, up until then, are you enjoying this issue? It's okay. It's nothing. I mean, not, not really. Um, yeah, just, neither am I. So I yeah. have to cough. But you end up where <laughs> Darth's there. And then he, this is where I thought, okay, now Greg Puck. He's gotten criticism, I think. Darth Vader's a sniveling jerk. Ad. Now he lifts up the shuttle out of the crash shuttle, out of the water, showing that he does have the force. And he can showing control that it. He everything. can control it somewhat. Yep. He loses control, but he has it. But that reminds me. It reminds me of the 
Force Unleashed video game at the beginning. When I think it was that where he ends up bringing down the Star Destroyer from the planet. Like it's yeah. such a bad. This isn't as good. <laughs> I'm waiting for these big. Okay, this all this does is tell me he has right. the Force still, right? Hey, Luke did that on Dagobah. It's the same stuff. And Yoda, and then, and then yeah. I'm thinking. Are they gonna make it that like what is he gonna force fix this thing? This thing, thing has is been under the water. It's a wreck. He blew out the back of it too. It exploded almost. Yeah. So he goes and what he's doing for some reason is making a shield which doesn't really play out. It, it never really. There is not a lot of connective tissue in there. That's what he was doing in there. You think making a shield? But he okay. went and grabbed some crap out of the deal. And then had that staff, which somehow he turned into a laser cannon. Ow! I don't know. And so yeah, when these guys show up. Yeah. No, so he, he goes in and you see him like maybe trying to start the thing. But I'm like, really, you're smart. I thought it was that, funny but, him hitting him with the, those robot arms. So he's like going, trying to make it start. Yeah, really. <laughs> like he's doing that. But then he <laughs> seems to salvage some stuff from it. And then we get, I mean, can you get more randos? And pretty much nonsense anonymous guys. Yep. Who are these this guys? This hotshot pilot that thinks he's going to take down uh, I mean, yeah. Vader. I, you don't even, like, two of them you actually do give a lift. The others aren't even pulled out of the shadows. Of, <laughs> they're not even being shadows there. <laughs> it could be anybody. At first, I'm like, who is this guy? And, you know, you end up having this guy and then goggles guy with his hair. That, that's all you get. Yeah. And they show up. Oh man, they said, who told them? He said, look at him, he's weak, leaning on a staff, not they even told taking us, cover. Like, who told you anything? <laughs> they crashed on this planet. What a bunch of idiots. Oh my god, and they're like, it's so ridiculous. Oh man, they said that he did. Who's saying that he doesn't have the force? Who told you this info? You end up by the end, it seems, and seriously, if you go with the full deal, the only way that you can make any hide or hair of this is from the cover. Because they're dressed up in those, you know, pretty much the, I don't know, to me, those outfits that they have, that's the red shirt outfits of the Star Trek. The idea when you get in those things with those long ass helmets. Yeah, you're, you're cannon fodder. Yep. Don't go against Darth in those. He will wreck your house. And that's what he's doing. So that's the only way I can go. I thought, are these just like random bounty hunters? Are they there because they hurt? But who, who's. Look around. This? You see the destruction. The planet's basically glass from him. Like. Just blowing stuff up and you're still going to attack him? Okay. I, I love the idea. You're going towards Darth Vader and he's holding a giant staff. And it, <laughs> what, seriously, what I would say is, look at him. He's got a tiki torch. What's he? Yeah, it looks like a tiki torch. But I'm not going to say, look at him. He's weak. He's leaving on a staff. Seriously, these guys right there are so dumb that they just, I'm surprised they didn't fire and blow themselves up. How stupid well, they are. So what happens then? They they fly at him and he flips them over or something? Yeah. Like, what does no, Darth and do? This is, this is the, here's the deal. And they're still shooting at him? Yeah. What does he do? He flips them. He's using the force. At this point, I mean, if they, they're still circling around. They're made, get the hell out of here. No, 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 when no. I'm like <laughs> one of these other guys, like, and seriously, though, the three other guys, they're just standing. They're not even in seats. They have to be dead. Yeah. They crack, they crack their neck. They broke their neck. They end up flipping, but they're, they're okay. Not one person says, oh, God, he's got the force. Get that. This would no, be like me out, and you. One yeah. more pass. Yeah, one more pass. <laughs> this would be like me and you going, and we're like, oh, my God, we're going to go. Like, 
say we're in the mob, right? And we're like, ooh, they're having the classic with young guns and they're having the card game, right? The old guy. They they don't have guns at the card game. When we show up and one guy pulls out a gun, we're running like, holy crap, they got yep. the guns and we run. He's used the force and then he uses the force against them to do the ship, right? Mm-hmm. What is this guy talking about then? He goes, okay, not bad, but that wreck can't stop us. Is he talking about Darth? Yes, or, he's or, a wreck. Or is it that? There was some art deal, and somehow you were supposed to show that he had done something with that ship to do. I think he's talking about Darth. Why can't he say, okay, not bad, but he can't stop us? That wreck. A bag of bones. Seriously, he just, and and I just, I, I, no, actually, I see what's (laughs) that. Here's the thing. It's so weird. Now I see what happened. Okay. We're completely wrong. He actually, yeah, yeah. He actually used the force to pick up that wreck of a ship to get the blast to use as a shield. That's what he oh. did. It's hard to even see that that was the case. He but used his, his ship as a shield. Okay, I get it now. He picked up the shield. That's why they didn't get tossed around. So we're completely wrong. But that's why he <laughs> said that wreck can't stop us. But he just showed you he's got the force. What are you doing? So I'm still standing with that, but at least it makes a little more sense. But this is what I'm saying with this art. The connection to the story does not make much sense as you yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, that's lowering my score right there. Yeah, not so you end up where then out. they come back, and then he's got a shield. And they're really dead now. And I thought, okay, well, this is just some cool little gadget deal that he has. And I you don't think at, that's just built into his wrist? I looked at two other things, and I end up, usually I don't, but they were two Star Wars sites, and guys, both of them said, that this must have been something that he fashioned from the thing. I think they're going with because what is this cannon staff that he has? Maybe they're assuming it. I thought that it was originally, okay, he had that. But, no, it does seem. Then they make fun of it. Oh, man, he's got well, a regular old energy shield. Like, why would... Eh. Yeah, they have energy shields in Star in Star Star Wars, so he probably just picked them up and slapped it on his wrist. Yeah, I, but then that Kenan's like never one more pass. No, he would he would need to. He, so they attack him on the shield. I he, love the he idea they're it. making it seem like because he used the force to pick up that ship that he doesn't really have the force because they attack the ship. I, so in that <laughs> he has this cannon. Uh, the way that this plays out, I just want to mention too, is why didn't he do this the first pass? I mean, there's no reason he because like always, have... he's messing with them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're doing that right. So he ends up. The, what is this thing? What is this thing that he seemed to grab or fashion again? Two Star Wars sites that seem to really know what they're talking about have no clue what this is. And I thought, oh well, you're just doing things, but you're playing this idea of. He doesn't have the force, so he's using tech, but he does have the force. He just can't control it. Just go ham on the ship. The the way that he's doing these things, you could think he could just, you know, look at the ship. And the big play, I thought, would be, okay, he's super powered, but if he tries to use this, he may kill somebody. What does Darth Vader care? He doesn't care at all. He would love that. If if he's going to go and usually he could force pull the ship and make it crash into the water, but now if he tries to do it, it's going to blow up into a million pieces. I don't think he cares, but you get this deal. It gets cut in half. It explodes. And But but you're weak. You don't have the force. You forget. 
no matter what, I'm Vader and all I need is hate. I'm like, why are we getting a big moment from Rando Pilot? He's definitely solid in half, too. Don't you think he's solid Yeah, this half guy's done. <laughs> he's half the man he used to be. He's done. I mean, it, it, you know what I mean? And plus, it, it, the whole ship exploded. There's no way there'd be this just to have that line. But but you're weak. I'm like, really? Like, this is all for an action scene line? I'm Vader, all I need is hate. Really? Well, what you really need is a good script and a competent artist, because that's what I think in this. These two issues, they were garbage. They they were nothing. They were ex- you, you read these both in a row, and you're like, really? We got nothing. We got nothing from this. The only thing that I really wanted was seeing that vision would have been really cool to see. Oh, man, I, now I'm glad Sabe's gone, because if she stayed with him, everything would have changed. You can kind of infer it from it, but it doesn't give the full impact. Then you get, you know, like feel moments that you'd never have feels with because you can't even tell what's going on with the art, but also it's not really set up well, and it's not real. That's the thing. If Luke ended up going into the Force and ended up having a a deal where he saw Amidala and actually got to sit with his mom within the Force, that might yeah. have some, you know, oomph to it. But yeah, that'd be cool. A, a dream that you don't even know whose it is from Sabe. Seriously. And Sabe dies without ever really, like, she stands her ground and says, hey, you know, I I don't want to go to hate. And it seems like she's dead. But if that's the end of the handmaids, well, I think they hung around too long. That's a really lackluster way to just end it. She drowned. She got thrown in the water because Darth just didn't want her around if she didn't want to go away. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. I mean, she's hanging out with Dr. Afra next issue. And, and so. that's the thing. Then you get this, and I'm starting to think that I said it all along. I'm sure people are already pissed, but whatever. Uh, the idea that these books need a change. You need to get, and I'm not talking just let's get to post-Jedi. I'm talking about let's get to post-Charles Sewell, Greg Pak, even Ethan Sachs, who we actually, hey, I'm starting to like more than all of them. And Alyssa Wong, I think we need to change these writers up. Things are getting very stale. You said it. When you get to this issue, some of the big things that you would think, oh, my God, well, you end up, it's just that trope that Greg Pop keeps using. So Mm -hmm. it already lessens it. And then when you end up where I think in my mind, okay, before we thought the Afro book, like the Afro book doesn't sell worth anything, right? Mm -hmm. So we kept thinking, oh, my God, like you got to get Darth in the Afro book. That will get the sales. Oh my God, that was. Now we're so desperate. It looks like now we're getting Afra in the Darth book, and yeah. that shouldn't have to happen. No. That shouldn't have to be. That's the de- that's the desperation move, and it really seems like. Well, I see some of these sketchy sales numbers; they're all up and down or whatever. But do you really hear a lot of people talking about these Star Wars books? And we talk in a Slack chat with a ton of people. We talk to, with a ton of people who are huge Star Wars fans. None of them are reading these books. <laughs> it's me and you. No, I just me and you. I'm the, you're the only person I know that reads yeah, this. Yeah, and we're doing it not to hate <laughs> it. We're doing it because we do really love Star Wars and really being in the original trilogy deal, really excited going. But I don't feel like there's any hype they've over. They've done exactly what you can't do in comics and, and probably a microcosm of Marvel and DC itself. They've had so many damn events. And each time these events, supposedly events happen, they're less and less and you get less and less people involved. That that war of the bounty hunters, that might have been like the beginning of the end. People bailed. And then from there we had to. I just 
the whole Kira stuff, even that ended with a kind of a thud or a whimper, just like this. So whimper. Oh well, yeah. I'm looking, and and that's the thing. I'm just funny because there's Darth and Aphra. Then you go and remember, Star Wars is going to have yeah. Luke and Aphra. And then you look everything's up, like, coming up yeah, Afra still. Everything's coming up Afra, it seems. And whatever. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. And when you look at it, I'm looking at the whole line of books that there are now, and it's starting to remind me of The Simpsons or even Star Wars. The idea of, I think I don't like more than I like. <laughs> it's bad, but we'll keep doing it. Well, that Lando like I issue, I read the Lando issue last week. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. That was a one-off. Yeah, I mean, maybe we might have to start doing those too. I, I don't know. I don't. And Yoda's still going on. That's pretty good, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that Christopher Cantwell? Or it's is just, it, is just, it Kevin Scott. It's I, just I a couple. Yeah, I think it's him. It's just a couple issues of dealing with something. And you move on to something else. Yeah, and I get uh, you know if you want Darth Vader black, white, and red, I, Not that's good. the thing. There are different <laughs> books, and that'll just go back and forth each. Whatever the creative team's in there, but Jason Aaron, that was going to be the big hype. Yeah, for him he ties through each because, issue. Yeah, because, I mean, really, the last really great Vader book was by him. So you, you end up doing this, and hopefully things pick up, maybe. And we said, it's funny, we're, I'm saying all this, but overall, this reminds me of what you said last week. This Star Wars book, even, like, you had no space, but it seemed like we were getting a reset. Let's get back to important things. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what we're getting here. Maybe the idea, yeah, we have to force these two issues, get Sabe and the handmaids out because we need to get to more important things with Vader. But then you see, you know, probably on Canto Bite too, gambling it up. Everybody who goes there has problems, but Afra, maybe that'll, maybe that'll are go. They, but I think, I think that's a dupe. I don't even think we'll get it, but we'll see. Probably not. I mean, are they trying to get the 50 maybe issues each? Yeah, maybe. And then that's, reset. Damn it. It's, that's a long time. That's from two now. more years. Yeah. That's two more years. And, the anniversary of Return of the Jedi, the big anniversaries this year, how to get to like I thought that that's was before past, so I thought that that was going to be the big play, you know. And I mean, that's why we're having those number ones, Return of the Jedi, Lando. Yeah, and like, it's a forty. We should have been at this point here where we're a little closer. Things got I don't know, maybe these events, maybe Hidden Empire, all that stuff ended up prolonging it a bit more than it should. But it's it's not great. It's not great. But what are you going to give this one? Um, I would the last one was six and a half. I'll give this one a six. Yeah, I'm just gonna give this a, a five as well. Yeah, two I fives. Yeah. I don't. It, the only thing, if you were reading the the handmaiden stuff and you wanted to get a resolution of that, but even like, here's the th- are are you with me here? Now you know we have this issue, right? Yeah. This nonsense at the end with these randos. Do we need that? No, right? Why couldn't you use those pages to just get what we got in that last issue, combine them and have them as one issue, and then give people a bang for their buck? Because there's no reason that we had one issue, maybe a story, and two issues. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. It's kind of nonsense. Yeah, but this could have been a there. single issue, maybe a little oversized for another dollar or something. I'm telling you, at the end, all you had to do was have Sabe drowning and Darth Vader walking away. The end. You I didn't think- need him to fight this rebel well the rebels should have been people that we knew and but since they're not willing to sacrifice anybody or kill anybody it's just you have to do randos I guess. yeah exactly and you know they die so he can say that all i need is hate a kind of i mean i'm telling you this is the reset darth vader's hit one of those buttons on his control panel reset button boom i'm ready to go i'm angry because you, you end up where we keep saying well this shows you by the end of return of the jedi why he would but that's not how he is at the beginning of Return of the Jedi. So you have to reset to a point where he's angry and he's not going to take it anymore. And so there you go. 
So we have that. Boom. All right. Well, that doesn't go. even doesn't even look like a ship that the rebels would even fly. It's just a weird. I don't know. What and where that are they is. getting this fuel? I'm telling you, this fuel is is a premium <laughs> here. <laughs> there are no space for this. I you'll never know what these guys are. I don't know. You, you never say anything about it. They didn't name the planet. They didn't name those guys. Why wouldn't it have been like if this was really the deal? Like, oh yeah, Leia was right. He is non-power. Oh, my God. Like, even throw in some other name that we would know. Oh, they told us this. Lando told us this. Oh, my. Nothing. They just say, yeah, we heard. You heard, right? What, what was it on the hotline? Yep. The Rebel Scum hotline? They're <laughs> doing that nonsense still. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> it's the end. I'm out of here. So are you. Uh, but, you know, I'm looking forward to maybe this being the reset. Let's go. Let's see what we get next. But these were a bit of a downer for me. But that's it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining me once again, Matt. And we will talk to you all later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.